0: Welcome to the podcast with a purpose with information and content meant to motivate, aspire and inspire you from romance author and host Chamira E. Fleming, but you can call her my welcome to an experience. This is the Purple Charm Experience. Greetings everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Purple Charm Experience Podcast. You know me. I'm your host, Shamara E. Fleming, but you can call me my. It is such a pleasure to be back with you again this week. Um, Today, you know, each and every week, I love to start the podcast with a motivational quote, something to um, give us inspiration and allow us to aspire to our own individual greatness and today is no different and i have a wonderful quote by the amazing tony morrison rest in power um i chose her this week because as you all know it is naNoWriMo which is also known as national novel writing month and um I am in the throes of (laughs) beginning my fourth novel. And uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later in the, the podcast. But nevertheless, let's jump into this quote for today. If there is a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, then you must write it. I chose this quote today, as I said, because... Um, is NaNoWriMo and it officially kicked off on Monday uh, November 1st and um, I felt like this quote was just perfect for me as an, a, a writer as an author you guys know this and um, I'm literally taking the plunge at writing a romance romance novel set during a time that was before I was even born. Um, it's not necessarily a historical novel um, per se, but it's not contemporary or modern, which is what I typically write the, you know, the genre of romance that I write in um, currently. Um, I really wanted to uh, do a deep dive and, Although these characters are connected to some of the characters from my previous books, which you'll find out, um, I really wanted to see and try my hand at being able to write in a different time period from which I know relatively well. So in other words, I can speak and write. About what it means to live in present day and the past of, you know, of my lifetime up until today. Um, I think it is much more challenging for a writer to be able to write in a time period that is outside of what they, you know, currently know or what they actually know because they didn't actually live during that time period or in that space or in that area of the country or world that they may may be speaking of. Um, And it's a good challenge, you know. And so um, with that said, I think it takes, you know, I think it takes a lot of dedication and a conscious effort to be able to do the the right amount of research, and be able to tell the story from an authentic place. And I think I, I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago, um, and being authentic to um, a particular time period, and being respectful to uh, the people of that time, and to your readers, and who, whom that era may um, may affect you never know it could be a trigger triggers for, you know, for certain people, you know, talking about the civil rights movement and talking about slavery and talking about, um, you know, different, different historical, um, points in time can be a trigger for, you know, your readers. And so I, I just want to be mindful of that as I go down this path. Um, but I'm looking forward to it, and I wanted to talk about this. You know, I wanted to use this quote because I feel like, yeah, there are books that are well written, and maybe other readers connect with those books um, because of what they are to them. But I have yet to find a book that's a romance novel that is written in a way that I'm really truly, really, and truly connect with, and so. I am writing one <laughs> that connects connected with me um, out the gate. And I'm hoping that I can translate that connection um, for my readers to pick up and um, connect as well. So that's our quote for the day. Um, as you know, I will always have something motivational, aspirational and Inspirational because that's what I do. That's what my means. My is me, my is you. And um, I always want to do um, what is, you know, uplifting and will, you know, motivate, if not one, but many to aspire to their greatness and um, also to allow my readers to live their. Lies with um, intention and purpose and full of passion, um, and uh, I hope that this, you know, this quote does that for you, and um, the many quotes that I, I choose on a weekly basis. I hope that it does something to you and move you in such a way that um, that motivates, aspires, and inspires you. so today i just want to update you on um the start of NaNoWriMo um i've been talking about this for weeks now i feel like um if you're tired of hearing me i'm sorry but this is this is writer's life (laughs) this is hashtag writer's life you know um and i am i just started um because uh November November 1st Monday November 1st was the the f- official day of kickoff for NaNoWriMo and I have a goal to write 16 approximately 1600 words um, per day uh, 1,667 words to be exact I will go ahead and tell you right now um, I did not make my goal, my word count goal on Monday, uh, November 1st, the first day, because ironically, you know, life comes at you fast and for everything else, there's MasterCard. (laughs) Just kidding. But seriously, uh, life does come at you fast and I just had, you know, so much going on on monday i don't know what was happening it's one of those 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 situations where you know where one week you might not have anything to do and you're like twiddling your thumbs and then all of a sudden the following week it's like everything is like falling down on you and you got you're pulling pulled in every direction um and in the back of your mind, you know you have your mindset on certain things that you want to get done, that you are trying to get done, but you have all these competing priorities that are pulling at you. And that was me on Monday, November first. And so, um, you know, I wasn't disappointed with myself that I didn't meet my goal. Um, I was doing my best. I was trying my best to get it done because, you know, I, I want to stay on task. Like, you know, I, I really did a great thing when I wrote book two and was able to write it in 17 writing days over the course of a month's time. And I kind of want to be able to keep that, you know, see if I could do it again and maybe do it in less time for NaNoWriMo, you know. And, um, I, like I said, I wasn't disappointed with myself because I know I had such a, a, a busy day yesterday. It was just chock full, packed with all kinds of things going on work, you know, being a mom, mommy duties, you know, uh, doctor's appointments, uh, phone calls, just like business stuff. Like everything was just happening. And you know prayer circles um and it was just like I felt like I was like losing the, losing you know the race against time to be able to sit down and just focus and just write um I think by the time I actually did sit down to write um yesterday evening it was around 7 7ish 7.30 maybe might have been 7 o'clock Seven, I think I wrote it down and um I did write it down. It was 734 and I finished at nine o'clock um, because, you know, I go to bed early and I was refusing to be up super late. And so I got in about an hour and a half worth of writing. Um, and I will say it was really freeing and liberating to just be able to write. I can see my main character I can see him coming through. Um, I can visualize and see the world that he's living in. And um, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to watch it unfold, but it's, you know, it's a challenging thing when you don't have the creative space to be able to just zone out and be able to write um, and be creative. Having a lot of things going on uh, on and a lot of competing priorities can stifle a writer's creativity, and that's something I think I'm gonna have to remember because I need to be able to have um, a clear enough mind so that I can see, you know, my my imaginary world that my characters live in, so I can tell their stories, and I don't want to get to the point where it, it becomes a challenge to be able to write something that I've been super excited to do for a while now, for at least two years now. I've been wanting to write this story and, and I wanted to do it justice. And so, um, yeah. So with that said, I ended up writing 708 words last night. Well, Monday night I keep saying last night because when I recorded this recorded this this episode it was on a Tuesday <laughs> it was on Tuesday and so um yeah so I just keep thinking about you know I was about 900 words short on my goal and that I'm gonna have to write double almost double what I was supposed to write um you know, add that to what I was supposed to write for Tuesday. And so I'm only coming on here tonight because I really wanted to share with you this process and, and how it can, you know, it can be challenging as a writer to commit to writing every day. Um, I remember when I wrote, wrote the first book you know, one of the things I tried to commit myself to was to write at least 15 minutes of day. And eventually, 15 minutes turned into 30, 30 turned into an hour. An hour turned into three hours, two, three hours of me sitting in front of my computer writing. And the story just came together, just came out of nowhere. And I really want this one to do the same. And so um, I really want to, you know, continue sharing my thoughts on um how it's going because it's almost like a verbal a verbal diary or a log of um my journey and I just appreciate you all being here with me and supporting me through it because it is this is a cool thing it's amazing so with that said um at this point I'm 708 words in We will see where I will be with my word count when I update you on the next episode. Um, I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) I can't wait to tell you a little bit about, just a snippet about, you know, what the characters are developing into. One of the things I really think is so cool is um, my main character writing this opening chapter about uh, where he's coming from and what he's doing. And um, um, I don't want to tell you too much, but just the opening chapter is like really cool. I, I really want to hook the readers on the on the out the gate coming in. So um I'm doing my very best to make sure that these this opening chapter is so intriguing and so um one of those those types of you know readings that you're just like oh my god he has so much going on oh my god I wonder what this is going to turn into that's what I want and and I can already tell it is happening also guys <laughs> my playlist is off the chisane I can't even tell you what it was like sitting down trying to write this first chapter listening to all of the 70's music that I had going on man, Barry White Commodores uh, Hall & Oaks oh my god they was hitting me with all of this stuff you know Patti LaBelle um the OJs, Jesus, it was just incredible. Like, all of these great songs that was, like, coming out of the Woolworth oldest Redding, you know, I think you, that was a little bit before. It was definitely before the 70s, but I have to throw him in there because I just love his music anyway. And it was just, oh, my God. I have, let's see, the Originals. I had the Bee Gees. I have um mfsb ltd donny hathaway earth wind and fire oh my gosh it was just so crazy last night listening to this playlist trying to write i literally was like look i can't i don't even know if i can get through writing because i'm about to start singing and uh but it was just good vibes. I'm telling you it's just good vibes. <sighs> Being a writer and loving the passion of writing, especially writing in this genre that I write in and having good music to support it when I am writing. Oh my gosh, guys, it takes me takes me to a different level. I'm telling you. So, I'm hoping you're gonna feel this come through the book when you read it. Just know that it is hitting me in the spirit, the gut is getting hit. Um, and trust me with this story, I'm definitely coming for your tears, I'm coming for everything your heart, your soul, your spirit. Everything you're gonna feel this. So, all right, I have more for you next week. Thank you so much for listening, I appreciate it cheer me on (laughs) for nanowrimo guys if you want to support me please join my patreon page um i'll put the link in the description of this episode also support me through nanowrimo by purchasing a my tribe sweatshirt it is hoodie season i have some really great hoodies um they're very comfortable i love mine It says, My Tribe on the Front and Motivate, Aspire, Inspire on the back by Creative Cal Foray. Um, You can find the link to those um, um, through my website. You can purchase or you can purchase through my Etsy store. Um, You also get a discount um, if you use my thank you as the coupon code when you check out. 10% off. I just appreciate all the support and uh if you could just you know join me on this journey rock my hoodie tag me in a social media post wearing it and let me know that you support me and that you support this writing I appreciate it and um yeah I got lots of great uh merchandise out there for you and uh, uh for you supporting all of my efforts and You know, I can't thank you enough. You know, this is Thanksgiving season and I give you all the honor and all the praise and thanks for uh, rocking with me on this journey and for being my tribe. All right, everyone, today i have a a very sober sip for you as you know this is the point of the podcast where i like to share with you my favorite sip of the week and i call it my sip of the week and so um this week i have a great one for you because we are in the throes of naNoWriMo and jumping it off for this week um (laughs) you know as a writer our uh if it's it's one of the tools and resources of the trade that I must have as a writer that's my e pens my pencils, my notebooks, (laughs) my computer Um, but it's also a cup of java, a cup of coffee so I am not only am I you know, love wine and a wine connoisseur also spirits and cocktails but I also love coffee really great coffee and um i want to shout out a a uh a black-owned coffee maker black-owned company that makes coffee that i i met over the weekend shout out to my big brother podcaster two-time award-winning podcaster um aaron dante of the no Picks after dark podcast please check him out um If you do check him out, you may get a little treat and hear one of my quotes or, um, a special message that I contribute to his podcast, um, every so often, but I want to shout him out for having this amazing, um, coffee maker, um, who happens to be a black owned, um, business, entrepreneur, um, coffee maker out of Baltimore. And, um, the name of the, uh, company is called Black Acres Roastery. And I had the sincere pleasure of getting to meet this gentleman, um, over the weekend when I attended, uh, the No Picks After Dark, uh, podcast live taping and, um, I actually purchased a couple of his brews. Now, um, I'm not necessarily a, 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 a fan of dark roast coffee, but I did buy um, a bag for my my husband, which is called the Midnight Train. I think I might just chase, taste it just for the heck of it, just to see what it tastes like, because um, it really smells good. And then also for me, for myself, I actually picked up the Ethiopia Artie Natural. And oh my gosh, this, this coffee was it 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 was just it smelled so good. It was probably one of the best coffees that I've had in a while, you know, and I, I drink at least well during the week, I try to, you know, now that I am expecting, I try not to drink more than a cup, um, a day. And I maybe drink maybe one or two cups a week. Um, usually just when I, I get the taste for it. Um, but this particular coffee was so smooth. It's so good. Um, I think real coffee lovers, um, <laughs> you, you. I mean, you'll, you'll be able to love this coffee without sugar and cream. Um, a true coffee lover don't need sugar and cream anyway. And, um, it's taken me a while to develop the palate to be able to drink coffee without sugar and cream like years. But that's because I've grown an affinity for, you know, really great coffee and, and I want to taste the coffee bean. I want to taste the notes in the coffee and not just drink coffee just for the heck of drinking coffee. But this coffee, it was, is it's, it's <laughs> the way, the, the, the way that it's grown is almost like, um, like if you're a wine lover, then <laughs> you understand what it's like for a coffee lover to love great coffee and this particular coffee it has um comes from the guji i hope that's i'm pronouncing it correctly um g-u-j-i region um it's produced by Celesti, and um the variety is heirloom and it is harvested between november and january and the tasting notes is orange pineapple strawberry vanilla um it has also has notes of berry vanilla aroma juicy citrus with sweet pineapple and nice smooth smooth finish and the roast is light and i can attest to the fact that this that finish you know, sometimes coffee can have like a bite. Um that's kind of strong. But this this coffee was just it was perfect. I mean it was perfect. And in tasting it on Saturday, um I immediately told the gentleman the, the gentleman Travis, the owner, that I had to have a bag. I had to buy <laughs> and support his business not just because it was black owned but because this coffee is really that good and so um, I wanted to share it with you today um, because I'm literally in the throes of uh, a NaNoWriMo and you know I gotta have a great sip and I can't be sipping uh, number one because I'm expecting but number two I can't drink um <laughs> I got to have a really great uh, sip while I'm writing. And so um, I'm happy to support this Black-owned coffee company. And um, I hope that you will check it out too. I will put the link in the description of this this episode. And while you're at it, please check out the No Picks After Dark podcast because... Uh, Aaron Dante had a interview with, uh, Black Acres Roastery, um, this past week on his podcast on Monday, it, po- it came out Monday, November 11th. I mean, excuse me, November 1st, it came out and, um, you definitely want to check out that podcast. Very insightful, great discussion. And, uh, I'm just, you know, so proud of these gentlemen, you know, shout out to them for doing what they do and, um, for, you know, uplifting the city of Baltimore. So check it out. Let me know what you think. And, um, in the meantime, in between time next week, I'll have another great sip for you. It may be something festive for the Thanksgiving holiday season. So stay tuned. guys well you know at the end of the podcast i usually share uh some sort of prince history um you know to acknowledge him and to uh keep his memory alive but today i don't have a prince history for you but i do want to share something that is definitely on my purple heart um you know this past week uh, was my birthday I turned 41 um, my parents also celebrated their 41st wedding anniversary in addition to that um, I celebrated my 13th wedding anniversary on Monday November 1st and um, over the past weekend my one of my best friends my I also call her my bit sister. Love her to death. Shout out to Sharika, Rika Alford, I'm her Rika. Um, love her dearly. Um, she came along with um, a few of my other line dance brothers and sisters from the Boston area to Baltimore to attend the Baltimore Line Dance Brunch as well as an, another line dance event that was happening in the uh dc area about that dance about that line dance uh halloween line dance party and so um you know with COVID and the pandemic happening for the last two years i have not been able to hang out with many of my line dance family and socialize with them as regularly like we you were doing pre-COVID. And so this past weekend was the first time I had an opportunity to really get out and go to one of the line dance events like I used to do before COVID. Um, I've been very very cautious about, you know, being around crowds, um, especially before, before I knew I was expecting, but especially now that I'm expecting, you know, I've been very, very cautious and careful about who, um, you know, I allow myself to be around because I have, you know, a little, a little person, I'm carrying a little person and I have a little person that is eight years old um that right now cannot be vaccinated and so I had to be you know really you know careful and safe but nevertheless with that being said this weekend I had the opportunity to hang out with a lot of my line dance family and I just want to say guys you know Being around family and friends, and people that you truly care about, it means something. You know, I am so thankful for the people that I know, the people that I have in my life. Um, each and every one of them that are my within my close circle. And I am so thankful for the people that I am within my line dance community and the family. Because, oh my goodness. It really did my spirit and my soul good to be able to see them this past weekend. I cannot thank God enough for allowing me the time... To be able to do that again. It was amazing to see all the people laughing and smiling and having a good time like we was doing before covid and just jamming and dancing. Oh my gosh, these people, let me just tell you. When I tell you my line dance family can dance their faces off. They can dance their faces off. Please check out my my social media, media page, my Instagram page. I Posted a couple of clips of the you know the group dancing, um, from the br- brunch on Sunday, uh, no, uh, Sunday, Halloween, October 31st. Um, <laughs> and even though <laughs> we've been shut in for the last two years, you never know it because these people can still rock it, they are still rocking it. Number one, number two. You know, we've had a lot of people dealing with a lot of stuff over the, the you know, over the course of the pandemic. And I just wanna uplift them. I wanna give God the honor and the praise for them to have dance as their outlets. Um, particularly line dancing as their outlet. Um, I want to ask you, you know, if you believe in prayer if you believe in whatever higher power you believe in if you could just pray for someone that you don't know pray for someone um that you do know pray for those that are going through that needs prayer um today and for yesterday and for right now because We never know what challenges and what struggles people are dealing with on a daily basis. Um, And we don't know if our prayers are, you know, the prayer that helps to heal them, helps to save them, helps to, you know, give them some hope, hope or inspiration. Just pray for those around you. Hug someone around you. Love on the people that you know and around you. Even if you don't know them, love them anyway. Emit the light out to the world that you want to come back to you. I'm telling you, it means something to be able to be there for other people who need you. And it's amazing to be in the midst of people who are a great support system for one another and who come together like family who have no relation to each other whatsoever but you would never know it because we're that tight you know and i'm just thankful for my line dance family i'm thankful for uh my actual family i'm thankful for my friends my close friends whom I love dearly, they know who they are. They know how they contribute to my life, and I could not do any of the things that I do without them. So I think I'm thankful for them today. I also want to shout out um, a young lady that uh, that I met at the brunch on uh, on Saturday, who introduced herself to me and let me know that she listens to my podcast. And I'm just so thankful to you for listening. Um, if you're listening today, I just want you to know, you know who you are. This message is for you. And thank you so much because you bless me by um, connecting with me at the brunch on Sunday. So I thank you for that. And uh, with that said, guys, I just want to. Wish you well. I hope you have a wonderful week. I will be back with you with another episode in the coming, um, coming week. And uh, this has been amazing. (laughs) Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And I'll be back with you next time. Peace. guys i just want to say thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the purple charm experience i hope you enjoyed it but in the meantime in between time i hope that you will also take a moment to check out my website www.creativecalforay.com where you can find more information about me my books my merchandise and more also while you're there i hope you You will sign up for my newsletter by subscribing if you also want to receive exclusive content and merchandise that pertains to this podcast please sign up for my patreon page by becoming a member and finally if you really enjoy listening to this podcast please consider sharing with your friends and family i appreciate it and they deserve to get this great information too So until we meet again, I'll see you next time. Bye.